Here's a podcast. There was a like a Uber Eats motorbike in front of me. Uh-huh. Or it was one of those delivery bikes. Jared, he wiped the fuck out. As in, like, badly. And then I panicked, and I drove a little bit. Well, let me finish the story. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I then stopped. But there's, like, there is nowhere really to stop on no that shoulder. road. It's so narrow. But I stopped anyway, and I put my hazards on. And... By the time I had made it out of the car, other cars had already passed. Do you know, not one car stopped for this man who was lying under his motorbike on the side of the road. Um, so I went up there, and then a delivery bike driving the opposite direction, he drove past and turned around and came back, and we helped this man pick up his bike and like you could tell he was like <laughs> disheveled oh, i think no. he had obviously gotten a fright yeah I that's mean, a cock scary place would. thank goodness he was wearing a helmet and he was like completely muddy luckily i didn't see any like blood or anything aside from he had obviously obviously scraped his wrist as mm. he fell and thank goodness when he wiped out he moved towards the grass yeah he didn't like but i just i i've never had that happen before that's also i was like oh my god i mean at least it's gonna die it's a good thing it was (laughs) you and not one of those other pricks even if i hadn't stopped that other guy yes the other driver would have stopped he was the one that said thank you to me for like Uh, stopping not the man who had fallen but i like i said i think he was um, he was, he was not probably so freaked out. He was in a in a state, and his mirror had come off. I just oh, I felt shame. I should have. I also then was like, I should have given him super C's because <laughs> when you get a shock like that, you're. It's true. I know. I just love shock, the fact that you always have like a super C on hand. <laughs> I was Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Come back <laughs> here. Have a super C. And I had had a Band-Aid in my bag, like, a little while ago, but I used it. I, If I hadn't used it, I would have been given him my Band-Aid, too. Put that on your wrist there. I, and then I think about it, and I'm like, shame. He was probably doing a delivery. And now wow. he's got to worry about the fact that he's just wiped out. His bike is damaged. He is hurt. And now the whatever he was delivering is probably smashed to smithereens. Wow. Shame. Well, I'm glad you helped him. I mean, I feel like I didn't get to do anything other than help pick up his bike and make sure he was okay. But he was like, yeah, I'm fine. You guys should go. I'm surprised it wasn't one of those situations where people slowed down to take a video with their phone and post traffic. Because, you know, Gabetonians love that. Not lying. This morning in Seapoint, I was driving to the waterfront because I was on my way to start my day there. And then... There was an ambulance on the side of the road. I don't know what had happened. I briefly saw as I... Well, actually, I was kind of forced to look over. When I tell you, the car in front of me came to a dead stop. Stop it! Cape Tonians! To look at it's what not, was going on. It's none of your business! 
Jared, I was, and in the middle of the road, and like when I say a dead stop, we sat there, we stood there for like too long on an open road. <laughs> and I just overtook him. But in that time that I was like, why are we stopping? And I was looking around. I saw there was somebody on like a stretcher, but I'm like, boy, you want to go, go park, get out your car and go have a look if that's. You want to really join them on do. the stretcher? Cause this is how you join the stretcher. It's a good segue, I guess, because what started as a good deed ended in a bloodbath, and it's pretty much what happened no, to the Winnie the Pooh oh, IP. Oh, I <laughs> was like, that's, I didn't understand that segue. I get it now. Well, if you let it's... me finish my damn segue. Continue. Oh, thank you then. very much. Was that it? What? I mean, was I had said my piece. Winnie the Pooh. Blood and honey. Welcome to Dumpster Salad, Cape Town's premier film club podcast. We are now part of the SAPG, PP. Big things are happening. Um, the SPAG? SAPG. I know, the, the SAB. <laughs> the SAB. SPAG. That was. A can of SPAG. That was an opportunity missed. Why it's couldn't bad. we call, be called South Africa? South Podcast Africans Guild. We need a... <laughs> hey, let's get spag. on this rebrand. We want to say spag. Spag bowl. Um, yeah. We are part of the SAPG. Spag pot. It's one big spag pot. Calling everybody a bunch of noodles. Noodles. I'm stopping. Okay. Um, yes. This podcast is active ADHD while trying to talk about movies. Oh, welcome. <clears throat> My name is Jared. I am the host uh, who does things on this podcast. Uh, I am joined by my co-host. Carl. Who also does things on this podcast. And we're here to talk about movies. We set you... Uh, I'm losing what? my words. You have been seated. You have been sat. <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast, you have been sat. I hope you are sat. Because it's about to get... Fucking Suckin ass weird. titties. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sat. Suckin' ass titties. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna start abbreviating everything. Please don't. Okay. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is the film that we watched this week. Um, I, I... I don't know if everyone else has watched this. We will not blame you guys if you have not watched this movie. <laughs> this, I feel like you don't really need like spoiler warnings because I don't think anyone really cares that much. Um, but there also, are spoiler warnings. I'm just like, what is there really? What is there to spoil? Um, what is there? A whole mess. Of... People die of a spoiler alert wow people die people and uh, and not so people things um so there's, there's your spoiler warning guys but we also will not pressure you into watching this film uh it's very hard to get a hold of uh as and it's just it's a labor um however it is a great group viewing event Get a bunch of friends Terrible together. Single viewing. Yes. Okay. So 
we have two we we have two viewpoints here. I watched it uh, with a group of people, um, my sister, my husband, my cousins, and we just all got together and we we're like, okay, we're gonna watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, because Winnie the Pooh is like my sister and I's favorite childhood story. My mom loved it, so we grew up with Winnie the Pooh, the books, the songs, the movies. Winnie the Pooh actually gave me it was scary not gonna lie there was one of those movies that was like the heffalump the whole idea of a heffalump gave me nightmares as a kid I don't know oh, damn. about you I we'll get into know. your past with Winnie the Pooh uh, in a second um, but we I, my sister and I grew up with it so we were heavily attached to it and so we were like we have to we just have to watch this and we also we both love horror movies and I love bad movies. My sister, mm, kind of, not so much. My cousin loves bad movies. So we were just like, it's a great thing. Yes, was this a ride? And I will hear from all of them during the course of this recording as well. Um, but Carl, what was your relationship with Winnie the Pooh growing up? I mean, I feel like it was good. I... I can't really remember. I think I was more of like a Barney kid uh, as opposed to like a Winnie the Pooh kid, but I did enjoy Winnie the Pooh. My mom didn't like Barney. I didn't. The thing with this is like maybe I hadn't looked into it or like paid enough attention to it. For some reason, like the Winnie the Pooh factor just like it wasn't clicking for me until I watched the film and even then yeah it's just it's a it is unique it's a unique idea i don't know how well it translates but yeah i loved winnie the pooh i tigger was missing from this film okay hold your hold your horses sir well we'll i just say this because because I was way more into Tigger than I was into anyone else. Okay. I remember that I loved Tigger. I loved I loved Tigger. I really liked Owl for some reason, and I was a big fan of Kanga and Rue. Yeah. They were missing too, Kanga and Rue. There was listen, there was a whole bunch of shipments missing, but before we get into it, we need to give you the blurb of this film. Oh yes, and it's your turn. So we hopefully if you had a good childhood, you know the story of Winnie the Pooh and the Hundred Acre Woods. Christopher Robin and his imaginary friends. Now, the take on this slasher horror is Christopher Robin discovers hybrid people, <laughs> human-animal hybrids in the forest. And he they were very weak, so he decides to feed them. And he does so every day. He comes, he gives them a picnic. Uh, he feeds them and they grow and they love each other and they become best of friends. And then Christopher Robin grows older and decides to go to college. So he bounces and just leaves them to fend for themselves. Doesn't leave them with instructions or like just, just facts off. So we then learn through narration that uh, they couldn't fend for themselves, so they decided they went so hungry in a cave. They decided to eat Eeyore, uh, and then that fucked them up so bad that they decided they hate all humans. They don't even want to speak. 
They're going to unlearn how to speak and... <laughs> or just take a vow of silence. And just, I feel like that. Well, yeah, they said they went animalistic, but they um, decided they hate humans. They're going to kill all humans and eat humans from now on. So that's what happens. Then Christopher Robin returns with his wife. And he's like, I need to show you my best friends. Boom. Winnie the Pooh, Piglet show up, fucking massacre them. Um, and they take Christopher Robin hostage. Then we cut to uh, some bitch in therapy. It was quite a jarring cut. Um, and we learn that she needs to get out of her mind. So she gets a girl group, a, a, a girl trip to the Hundred Acre Woods with some of her friends, um, who then the, a massacre in, ensues. They get slaughtered, picked off one by one. Very, uh, I know what you did last summer. Uh, they realize Christopher Robin's still alive, team up with Christopher Robin, try take down Winnie the Pooh. Everyone fucking dies. And then the movie just ends. Yeah, uh, Christopher Robin somehow makes it out, but uh, he'll never be the same. And and that's uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I don't think you need much more. The rest is all just. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That is the movie. That's all there is. It, I mean, in terms of the thing is, like, slashes don't really have much depth. Well, this one was. Extra shallow. Puddle. Puddle shallow. I thought it was quite deep. You did? I mean, they had to eat their best friend to survive. How that fucks you up. I mean, that really didn't... That was mentioned, and then... It's not like it was Piglet and Winnie the Pooh overcoming... Overcoming it. It was more of just like a, oh, by the way, they ate their friend and that's why they're fucked up. So the only people you get to see are Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. Piglet, like Winnie the Pooh looked like Winnie the Pooh. Piglet, Piglet looked like one of those green pig guys from Star Wars, but pink. I, yeah, I, I found the whole... (laughs) <laughs> character design very interesting it, it, to me it just looked like it looked like men in masks who then dress up as construction workers because that was very yes. much the very construction worker call i was that's yeah i mean i don't know how else they would have unless they did like cgi but for me it kind of felt like a like a Jason vibe. It's yes. a, but the thing is, like, they were, it wasn't a human in a mask. It was, you know what I mean? Yes. Well, but they looked like humans in masks. I must say, I'm quite impressed. I know a lot of people aren't impressed, but I'm quite impressed with the fact that this movie had a budget of under $100,000. Oh, I didn't know that. And they still managed to have those latex... and. I, I, may I say, in terms of really bad horror movies, that latex was not that bad. Or rubber, or whatever it was made out of. Prosthetics. Yeah. There were no seams that I saw. 
it moved weird. It definitely moved weird. And it was yeah. a bit rigid. And when he was eating the honey, I was yeah. like, guys, we don't need this close up. Like, now you're ruining it for me. Kind of like he couldn't quite open the mouth to, like, get the hand in. <laughs> He's just pressing the fingers against his lips <clears throat> and going, <clears throat> I'm like, this just honey is not making contact with the inside of that mouth at all. Uncomfortable. We could have seen this from a wide shot, sir. Um, yeah. But it was... I mean, I'll give it that, that it looked good. It just was... It's like really good cosplay. It was like, yeah, it was just a weird flavor for me. The it design. was the whole, like, work boots and, like, jungarees. It just, it like I said, they look like construction workers. Like, it, yeah. Um, not that it's necessarily a bad thing, but... It, it was a choice. It was this movie was a choice. That, so. Yeah, it was very much Winnie the Pooh in the wrong turn, like cinematic yeah. universe. But can we just start with the fact that that hideout was like pretty cool? I mean, it was again. It was an interesting choice. Trailers, yeah, just <laughs> shiny metal trailers. Where did they get them? I'm also, I would, the thing with this movie is obviously horror movies and slashers have, like, tropes. You watch them and you're like, oh, of course they're gonna do this. It, like, make Mm -hmm. a stupid decision because that, for like, pushes the story along. But after... Christopher Robin gets taken hostage, the whole, like, title sequency thing starts. Yeah playing out and it's all these news like news reportings and stuff about the hundred acre woods so obviously the hundred acre wo- hundred acre woods are fucked up where do these girls decide to go for where do they live that they don't know that they should not go to yeah. the hundred acre woods the it like the 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 the, the situation in terms of like where were where are they from? Where is the woods? What what cons- like what the location? Where are we physically? Yeah. There was none of that. Is um, it England? Is it <laughs> like where are they? Where was that first bitch c- killed? Where was that? Wait, the first bitch. The redhead girl who was killed before oh, she even oh. made she never made it to the party. Yeah, she never made it to the party. Um, I just also want to know who owns house in that area and then successfully is able to rent it out. That maybe that because is Pooh's, you know, side hustle. Maybe that's Tigger. Maybe that's what they're doing. Owner. I wouldn't be surprised if it was actually Owl and he's running an Airbnb and then he helps Luring feed people everyone. In. When we start off and you, you're you introduced to, like, Christopher Robin and his wife, I found the whole Christopher Robin thing, like, a mind twister, because Christopher Robin was a real person. Yes, A.A. A. Milner's son. 
and um there's that there's even that whole movie goodbye christopher robin yes and i just found it quite interesting that they made this movie and they like <laughs> they rewrote the character of christopher robin like he's just some guy who went to college and Isn't like, he like a now doctor? he's back but he's I, it, it just all felt so like Oh, everything is like <laughs> what's real experience? And what? I, it, it was just I also I think that was like part of the thing of viewing it alone is I had too much time to like pay attention and okay. really think about what I was seeing. Um, but that those opening scenes, it really immediately it set in for me. This acting. Is fucking the the wife the wife? Wow! Some of those lines, those were those were scripted lines. Someone was like, "I'm gonna write this out of my brain and have people say it," and it's like, "Say it as parrot learn it." No, you can also tell when people have like a specific facial expression. I say this as someone who can't act. But, like, when you're overthinking, or, like, when you're acting and you're really thinking about what you want your face to do, often you do things with your face that, like, that look forced. And, like, like you're trying. Yes. And that's very much the vibe I was getting from both of them. And I was like, you know what? Yes. Opening scene, it's fine. I would like to say that I think that was something that carried on throughout the film. None of these people were destined to be stars. Oh. Um, I'm glad they got this movie. I wonder if it's going to be the biggest thing that they're a part of. Uh, Christopher Robin and his screaming. I was, uh, after a while, I was like, okay, we get it. It's all the same. It's all the same level. You're getting hit in the back versus you seeing the skeleton of your wife. It's all the same level. Was that the skeleton uh, of his wife? Yes, it was. What did they do to her? They they ate ate her. her? Well, she was unrecognizable. She was a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry if a skeleton was not, like, you know, have the same features. (laughs) <laughs> uh, what are different? Did you do something to your hair? Did you bleach your bones? <laughs> um, oh, I didn't know you wore your bones like that. It, yeah, this is this is news to me. I didn't know that that was his wife. At least that's what I, I like, took from the movie. Why is he screaming like that? I, I just she was like, hair. okay, well. I guess if some yes, she did have her hair. I guess if somebody dumped a skeleton next to me, I would also probably scream. But I love I guess that it was, it was so fully intact. It's like bones. Yeah, it was like, but the cartilage is still there. A whole. She was. She was good. No bones broke in the process. Could have had her um, own biology class. Yeah, it. But that was like that was the opening the whole opening sequence and like you said then you get that very jarring of this bitch who's session. in therapy because someone broke into her house and touched her okay but 
that wasn't explained in the beginning. I know. I'm just that, getting ahead of it because it felt I like was it was like hinted at and did not actually add anything to the fucking story. Okay, but what what add what did add anything to the story? There basically, I'm gonna hot take here. Yeah, there really was no story. No. That hey, it was Winnie the, the Pooh can control fucking bees for some reason. I know that was quite, and those bees were fucking huge. They were quite big, but you know, VFX so budget. Um, I, yeah, I feel like honestly, nothing in this film like amounted to anything. Can we also talk about the lesbian couple? Wow, have that whole scene in like the, the beginning. Slowest. Oh, okay, yes. The as in the romantic. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The, the romantic girl, where you're like, that's their way. It was. I felt like it was a very over the top way to let us know that they were a couple. We're in, because nothing we're inclusive. else. Gay people can die. We need to poo too. <laughs> yeah. Lesbians, but we're not going to pay the actresses enough to actually kiss on screen. So, romance. Oh, they don't kiss on screen. No, there is very little chemistry between those two. They There's should never have been together. There was more chemistry between Christopher Robin and that girl in therapy at the end than those two, and they just met. It was more they chemistry be- between Pooh and Winnie and and Piglet. Okay, but they're bound by trauma. They look like they've been fucking. Um, fucking. Well, you know, it's probably lonely in the Hundred Acre Woods. I would also like to, this is going to be kind of like a jump back, jump forward thing. Yes. There's that whole scene in the beginning where they go into like this gas station. Stay with us, guys. Or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Which... Looks fucking terrifying. I wouldn't go into that building. I wouldn't either. And then also to go inside, see what it looks like in there, and then just still walk around looking for somebody who works there. But can we can can we just please take a moment to realize or I mean to to highlight the fact that she had to she had to creak that door, move that door. That door's not moved in fifty fucking years. So yeah. she, and I'm like, this place is abandoned, bitch. What are you looking for? None of those pumps work. And she goes in. She sees that creepy dude. She's like, ha ha, bumps into people. Yeah. Where did they come Which, from? What What is anybody doing there? There, you can't buy any snacks or drinks there either. What? Who? There was not enough that space in anyone? that room for them all to be in there, and. Her to just bump and go, ah! Um, which then leads me to they bump into those people. Is that lady towards That's the end? The, of the blonde film, lady the from the end. Who the fuck is she? I don't what? know, but she got her her money's worth in that screen time. She how it just we don't know her name. We don't know. There's Carl, nothing tell me about anyone, her. Uh, anyone's name. Well, I don't know anyone's name, but Thank the fact you. that she, we know she doesn't have a name. No, just we don't blonde know. Lady, blonde lady from the petrol from station. From the gas station. I, I, it just. I feel like this movie is like 
the definition of like a, a student film. Yes, it, it was a very student film. High budget student film. I loved it. High budget student film. I loved that vibe though. Can, uh, as much as this movie was whack and not good and also not like so good, so bad it's good. It was bad, but I loved it. In a, for some reason, I fucking loved it. I just had a good time. And I do want to give it to them. The cinematography was actually really good. You think? Do you not agree? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I just... You and I uh, have very different opinions of this film. Like I, I said, we have yesterday we always have when different opinions. You. The listeners know we always have different opinions. They I have different opinions to us too, and that's what makes this community great. Like I was angry that I was oh. watching. Oh, you wanted your money back? Yes, I was like, oh, I was guffawing. I was just like watching it, and every everything was irritating me it was just like the acting was bad what is the story there's no story the vfx were bad the deaths were i mean some of the deaths were pretty hectic they were so hectic okay i feel like none of the deaths had literally any impact because i knew shit about anybody like there was no i rooted for not a single person like, I feel like you at least want to root for one person. Oh, come on. Were you not rooting for Christopher Robin? Oh, God. I wish he had died when his wife did. Same. He was very whiny. Yeah. Shut up, man. Although he did kind of save the day in the end. However, we go from the gas station scene, that you like to call it, you American slag. Um, this... Mind you, this entire film takes place in England. It's UK. Yeah. It's UK film. Um, so we go from that. They get to the Airbnb. We then have the one friend who's like the bitch who's lost. Yeah. She's got the red hair. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't have cell service. Um, and she gets stalked by Pooh. And then he chases her because he sees her. In the woods. And she just starts running because this dude is chasing her. Into a shed. She hides behind a wood chipper. Now, as soon as I saw that wood chipper in my mind, and I'm sitting with a bunch of people, I go, oh, she's going in the wood chipper. And my cousin goes, how do you know that? How do you know she's going to go in the wood chipper? And I just turned around and I was like, sir, if there is a wood chipper in a horror film, someone is going going in it. There will never be a shot where there's a wood chipper and no one, and like they don't use it. They had a fucking random wood chipper in Evil Dead Rise and someone went in the wood chipper. So I knew. Technically three people. However, I could not foresee the fact that her face would get smashed in and then be put into the wood chipper. Yeah. Mind you, and let she her... she was still alive whilst she was being ground up, even after her face was all smashed up. Like, that was a hectic shot. That was... Bah! That took me by surprise. That was gruesome. Like, that was... I also just... 
was her shirt was ripped off first. Her that that blouse came off like a napkin, so easy. Yeah. It was like let them titties be free. <laughs> so unnecessary as well. I was like. For why? Because why? it's a horror. There has to be tits at some stage. I mean, I, I I feel you, but I feel like she was the weird. That was the weird, like the girl in the bikini. That could know, have been like, tits. There's more, but they re- listen. Yeah. The actress keeping you guessing. She was the only actress who was willing to take the money to show her tits. That's tits. Yeah, they were like, we need, um, we need it. We need your, your your blouse to come off in the breeze. The next person to die is Bikini Girl. Bikini Girl. I would not have stayed in that jacuzzi. It was like over the top horror trope. Yeah, usually it's thing. like also oh, you feel like someone's being what she saw the per- she saw him. She saw him yeah. standing right there. Also, she had just been told the story of her friend being like stalked. Yes. And she was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to sit here. I'm here to get pictures for Instagram. I brought my own lighting. I brought pink and blue lights. (laughs) She was lit the fuck up. Yeah. Her bedroom Um, was pink and blue. Her hot tub was pink and blue. She had the music. Also just a really random scene of her like dancing in the room. It was, it added nothing they needed to reach why. a certain point. They were like, we need to make, make 190 minutes, guys. I feel like it didn't add to her character. It was just like random dancing in her room. And then she's taking those selfies in the hot tub. She sees in the picture, someone is behind her. You zoom in and you can see it's a fucking weird bear person. Like, never Bounce. mind the fact that, like, if you were in the hot tub taking pictures and you saw it was, like, a person person standing behind you, you would find that creepy. You would go inside or you would you would act. Or she not sees... put my back towards them. I mean, I just flat out wouldn't stay. But, yes, especially not put my back, at, back towards them, which she's then... Are they like chloroform her which is a very interesting it was very elaborate what they did i love the fact that she climbed out the hot tub and went to go turn on that little porch light yeah <laughs> that did which really nothing. didn't do much <laughs> and then she got back in was feeling hot as fuck and then they kidnapped her hog tied her and drove over her head with her car we need was the... that her car it was someone's car it had because to be I felt like they were all coming in the same car. Was it not? No, they which, was, but because that was like that's a, why. In my head, I was like, "Whose car is he driving?" No, he was driving. They couldn't all fit in that little Fiat. I'm sorry, that's not a. It's it wasn't a clown car situation. You can't fit five people in the Fiat. How many people? The therapy friend, the girl with the glasses, the lesbian couple, and her. Bikini girl. Five. They could fit in the car. Not in a Fiat. Yes. With baggage. No. Jared. Have you seen a Fiat? Well, now I want to know whose car that is. Yes, I've seen a Fiat. They're a woman. Maybe that's why they hired the woman. They're smaller, so they fit inside. We need actresses (laughs) who can fit in a Fiat. (laughs) We have a... Fiat 500. um, Wow. They... 
yeah, I, I just, I found that that was quite interesting. You would think like in a hot tub scene, you would drown a person. Or like stab them or no, kill them right there. They hogtied her and drove over her head in the driveway. And they really um, kept the camera on her head, hey? I thought it yeah. was going to be like, Pat, like we're going to cut up to, and then, sh- and then just You're just kind of like, yeah. No, we got to nope. see. I was like, I'll commend the filmmakers. They showed us everything. They spared no expense in that gore. Um, it was a lot. And then they just was. leave her there. Yeah. Which is There's also weird. No, it's like, do you not want to? They're eat not her? here to eat her. Two slats. She's made of plastic. Um, they, which then the the pacing of this film is also whack. I feel like they drive over her head, and then that's when the friends realize like something's up. They hear a distant you know, scream, even though she's like right outside the front door. Like <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth, it took. Until the end of the movie before anybody realized anybody was dying. Yep. Um, this was pretty quick. They go out into the driveway and there they find their dead friend. Jesus. Um, what a scene. And then it's just like pure panic. But like acted panic. I, so felt I feel like, like no one closed the front door. Like they all ran inside and I don't think they closed the front door. Therapy girl is like, wait, 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 I brought a gun, I brought a gun. And, and she bought like, a fucking go. Desert Eagle. God. Also, can we talk about the fact they run into that room and she's like, she's forgotten, like, where the gun is. Is it in her bag? Did she unpack it? First of all, you've only been there a day, less than a day. Yeah. It's just night now. And then so how do you forget where you put that fucking... The hectic gun. How do you forget? Yes, is that thing. You, I mean, you could have thrown that and it would have killed somebody. Like, yeah. How do you? It I, was like hefty. It was fucking huge. It was a fucking desert eagle, and Johnny had one. Did she even have a bullet? Oh, yeah, she had one bullet. Like, which bitch? Yeah. You didn't even. You came prepared, but you, yet you were unprepared. One bullet. Where were the rest? She didn't even yeah. use. She had the perfect chance. To shoot Winnie the Pooh in the fucking head, and she didn't take it. Yeah, where they right when they walked out. Yeah, and she was hiding um, right behind him. She didn't take it, and she fucked her friends. Which then you followed the lesbian couple into the pool room. Woo! For the weirdest chase that was death chase. So uh, you know, I felt like very. It was very Sims, very Sims style. <laughs> Remove the ladder. <laughs> yeah. And she can't climb out the pool. Wow. Um, it was, yeah. it was so slow. It was, um, she didn't swim. She tried it to run. It was more like a, uh, which and, then I was like, does she not know how to swim? I'm not following. Also, like, just go to the side. Get out. And yeah. Piglet is just swinging this thing. And eventually he just connects with her head. And whoo, that was beautiful. Just clean, sprayed. Which, that was barely, she barely put up a fight. And that scene took so long because yeah. the ones on the, on the top and the other ones in the pool. 
And then he like goes to the one on top and she's like, no, get away from her. And then he turns to the one in the pool and she goes, oh shit, and starts swimming backwards. And then he goes to one towards the one at the top and she's like, no, get away from her. And then just this back and forth, back and forth. And eventually he just kills the one on the top. Well, she only died later in the film and she was killed by Pooh. Then who? How was her lover killed then? With the hammer. Oh, so only one person died in that scene. See, I'm already forgetting. Wow. Um, Yeah, so she gets thrown to the ground and that knocks her out. That's her. She's knocked out. Oh, right. Just a little little shove and you're you're out like a light. Um, And then she wakes up. He kept like smacking her with the chain. It's like a, like he was fishing her. Oh yes, yeah. I remember that now. That was that was weird. That was a choice. Just standing on the I... side, going. Whoosh, whoosh. I'm gonna hit you with this chain. I'm gonna I'm hit you. I'm coming to get I'm you. I'm gonna hit you. I'm coming to get you. And then she gets kidnapped and taken back to um, taken back to the village. Their little hideout. Again, the pacing. It was all very. Yeah, this movie like, was surprisingly one long. One death. After the other, they save her. Yes. Save then Christopher they Robin. Save Christopher Robin. And then they find the gas station lady. With her face all fucked up. And yeah. they try to save her. And then she goes on a vendetta and takes the gun. And she shoots the one bullet up in the air to get everyone's attention. Decides to take on Piglet. Gets fucked up by Piglet. And then Winnie the Pooh surprises her, comes up behind her, goes, huh? Just pulls on her ponytail and she just collapses to the ground. And then he pours honey on her face and lets Piglet eat the fuck out of her. Yeah. Gross. Disgusting. The one lesbian stays behind to get her revenge on Piglet. And to my knowledge, she succeeds. Yeah, she kills him. And then she dies. Yes, he... Pales her on the on the tree. Yeah. That was hectic. I feel like everything I say about each death is like, that was hectic. Hackers. And then they bump into those men. Okay, so listen, I'm I was I, I knew where we were. I was like, all the cinematic shots of the forest were super creepy and like had the setting. I knew this was like England. Everyone had a British accent. Why were there American um, hillbillies? Technically, I think it was only one of them. No, they all had American accents, and one of them was Mexican, but he was like dressed normal. They were all what dressed do you mean? like. So there was like a, there was a group of four guys. You only saw three of them at first, and they're like three hillbillies, long hair, kind of missing a tooth, talking like this, in their checkered shirts and they were a bit dirty and then you get this wide shot and you see this short like like Mexican dude and and he's just like in jeans and a t-shirt and a hat and a hat he didn't fit the vibe at all I honestly I don't know if the director was high or how choices were made he also wrote the film, so yeah, he was I... a he was a writer, director, producer. He did all the drone shots. 
he did some of the cinematography and I think he edited it. What inspired any of your choices? Listen, what if I was him, you... I would be proud of this. Well, okay, yes, like he, sh you know, like it's an achievement, but by no means does an achievement equal a good product or a I, good I would film. love to interview him and be like, how serious are you about this movie? <laughs> where are well, you on the thing? I'm like, what, where, what is it meant to be? Because like, it, like you said, it wasn't bad enough that it was good. It wasn't funny. It wasn't like, it wasn't so bad it was funny. And it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary it was, either. It yeah. was more like, oh shit, they did that. Oh shit, they did that. Oh shit, they did that. I feel like it was all just like shock value. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, those men get massacred. Yes. Um. And and then we get Winnie the Pooh. Pooh Bear gets sandwiched in between two cars. After yeah. after taking that chick's head off, right? Pooh Bear is unharmed. Pooh Bear is he rubber. Is invincible. He's made of bees, bitch. <laughs> he's not made of bees, but he's got the power of bees. It, it, I saw, I'm very confused about that, but we, it, I don't know. He used it a few times, but then when he was like in the thralls of it, he couldn't conjure them back up. Can we also, I just remembered... When that, that Mexican dude takes him on and then he like hits Winnie the Pooh and then Winnie the Pooh turns round and you get this upshot and Pooh Bear looks absolutely huge. Yes. And then he just like pimp slaps that dude. <laughs> Fucking see, that was that's like Shrek level comedy genius right there. That was Hilarious. I mean, well, that's the thing. I'm like, was that meant to be funny? It was so, like, off kilt. It, it off kilter is that the word? It did not match the rest of the vibe of the movie. That shot alone was low budget, but also hilarious, non cinematic y. Like, it didn't match. It didn't match. It was not the rest of, of the aesthetic of this movie, but my God, it solidified this film. It's like just gorgeous cinema to me. I was like that. Those are the moments that what we are here for. I mean, I mean, I do realize I'm talking to someone who enjoys watching Sharknado. So <sighs> it's Come you and on. I, are different in that way. Life like, is I have so been... serious. Just have some fun in cinema. Be unserious sometimes. Enjoy some unserious things. There are tons things. of unserious things that are good. <laughs> this is unseriously bad. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, that's fucked. like the end. She all the she girls dies. die. I wasn't... no survivors See, from the like, girl group. I wasn't expecting her to die. See, they subvert your, your expectations all the time. Tell me that's not good filmmaking. Hot damn. But you, maybe you should... I don't even know what to say to you. Tell, I don't know come, what to say. Uh, you didn't expect Christopher Robin to be the final girl. 
But I'm not saying that I, well, you know, I didn't, but exactly. It's at good the for end of it, I was still like, oh my God, Ray refused to watch this movie. And I was like, you know what? I respect your decision. You know what? That's okay. I didn't okay, respect it in laugh. the moment. It's I didn't fun. respect it in the moment. But now but you do. I do now. And if I could have unwatched it, if I could, if somebody came to me and was like, you may have that time back, do with it what you like, but you will not remember the movie. I'd be like, okay. Give it to me. I could have been making I'll out with my boyfriend, time. but no, I'm sat here watching Winnie the fucking Pooh. Barely gobble <laughs> down some honey. honey. Yeah. And that was, that was the end of the film. That was. It just ended. And it was a lot of movie. We're going to take this moment to just hear from my audience members. Um, we're going to take some time to hear from my sister, Shanda, and her boyfriend, Darren. I think I liked it. I enjoyed it. Like, it was very predictable. But it was predictable in the sense of, you know, when somebody's going to die. But it was so not predictable of how they were going to die. Sometimes. I mean, like that, that, that wood chipper, that was kind of obvious. No, I could not see that. Your brother was even like, wood chipper. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that they would actually do that. I didn't yeah, think I he was going to smash her face in first and rip yes. off her top and show her tits. <laughs> forgot about that part. But uh, that, that is a the thing. The movie though. was shit. Like, it was a shit movie. I loved it for how bad it was. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was Seth. Yes. No, he's... Flippin' mouth made me gag. Yeah, all that honey coming out of his back is Nobody No. <laughs> <laughs> and his sudden ability to control bees? Yeah, that was wild. That was weird. That was just... I was like, what is going on? I don't yeah. remember there that were from the parts cartoon. Where I was like, what is this actually? It went from like a horror to like a... Um, what's the word? A villain. Like an evil villain. Um... <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. No, no neither. <laughs> no, so as in like a horror movie where there's like a ghost or some shit or like a murderer, but then all of a sudden he becomes this like guy with superhero powers. So he's like a villain. That's what I mean. <laughs> Instead of just a bad guy. Even that's the same thing. You know what I mean, man? Surely. <laughs> that has got to be one of the most baked answers I've ever heard. <laughs> If I had to ask you to give it a score out of five, and you two can... and a half, I was about to say two and a half as well. Ah, halfway through, a fifty percent, fifty percent enjoyable, fifty percent cuck time. Yeah, yes. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna take some time to hear from my cousin Ethan and his little brother, my cousin Cameron. Sorry, I'm just eating a speckled egg. Um, That's why I don't know. I find that speckled I think... egg. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That was one noisy movie. Okay, I don't really, I don't really know how that correlates, but it was pretty noisy, actually. Um. Oh. Okay. So, I'll score it at the end because I think I need to just quickly process everything. Um. So, what did I think about the movie? I thought the movie was cuck. I thought it was unbelievably cuck, like your. Um, but like it was so much fun to watch with everybody which is why I'm like happy about it 
because it was so bad, and I think because we're all quite um, we're quite vocal and sassy people, so we all we all had we we we're we're a very opinionated family, so we all have something to say about something. Yes, there we go. That one. That's a nice way to brand it. Um, <laughs> no, but no, but that is that is true. Um, so yeah, I would not recommend watching it alone. I would also not recommend watching it if you're like, I want to watch a horror movie and I want to go get scared. You know, um, yeah. Not if you scary. want, if you want gore and you want like uh, you are like sadistic kind of stuff, watch it, but don't expect much. In terms of entertainment, I think, um, yeah, I, yeah. So, but it was really, it was still really fun to watch. Though, when you've got a group of people, I'd recommend watching it with people um, if you're wanting to make fun of something. And but go in with an open mind because, yeah, that that that's definitely what made it. If I'm going to be looking at it as a movie against other movies. And I'm gonna be try be I'm gonna to pretend to be like a critic here and look at like I don't know costume, but like acting and oh my god the acting was it was so terrible. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm giving your with all of that in consideration, I'm giving it a solid half a star. But because it was so much fun to watch, I'm gonna give it a solid one, okay. or like a soft one, a soft very one. soft one. Yes. Yo, I'm going to pass this over to Cam now. What did, what did you think about the movie? I found the movie ass. I watched it twice and it didn't even get better the second time. So the first time I watched it was with friends who were at Nana's house. And I was like, this is, we're going to like horror movies. Like literally went to like five horror movies. And then we watched Blood and Honey. Wasn't the best watching with my friends at all. It was just horrible. I thought it was going to be nice, but um, n- no, it wasn't. In the aspects of with the budget they had, I would say the gory part of how they did the animations of that, that I would rate maybe a, 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 a three, four. Because a lot of movies I've seen have done a lot worse. But then watching it with you guys was was a little bit more funnier because you guys just didn't sit there and watch in silence. You guys actually pulled, pulled the mickey out of it. Um, which I found pretty, pretty funny, a little bit more entertaining than the first time. So watching it with you guys, I'd probably rate it maybe a star, star and a half just because of the funniness. But yeah, overall, I would never recommend this movie at all. Not if you want horror, not if you want even just, I think you could watch a lot more funnier movie in in the sorts of bad Yes, it's because roasted, I mean, it's roasted by a teenager. <laughs> Yo, you did not hold back. Yo. Yeah, I mean, it was horrible. Winnie the Pooh just so had his next... dick handed to him by a 17-year-old. That's illegal. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my recommendation. Don't. Look, I think there's a lot, like, the, the opening scene where it's like, you know, all that, where it's like all those, those sketches and the drawings and the, the narrators walking us through the origins i think there's a lot of potential there and i think that that, that beginning was really cool yeah. um but yeah, that's where that's where it ends stylistically this was a solid film to just end things off we're gonna hear from my husband i didn't hate it i didn't love it 
I found it extremely frustrating. A lot of a lot of movies like this I find frustrating because like I think anyone that would be in that situation would have just been like, no, nah, I don't like what's going on here and I'm leaving. And you would leave. But they're just running around, I don't know, aimlessly for pretty much half an hour. And they're just being chased around and screaming. And I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm just frustrated because I'm like, please leave. Just, just stop what you're doing and leave. And, but there were like really funny parts as well, where you just like, like why, why does the, why does Pooh and that latex mask that he has on, why do they rub honey all over its face? I don't understand <laughs> that. That seems to be something that's stuck with everyone. It, no one can it was very that. disturbing. It was very disturbing. Shoveling honey. It's just shoveling honey, and it's just like it's obviously just a latex mask, and you're just shoveling honey, and it doesn't move. It's just like dripping down. <laughs> I'm going to give it three stars. I was going to give it two stars, but the reason why I'm giving it three stars is because there's things like that that stick with you, and there's things like that where I mean, out of any movie that we've all watched together this year, we've spoken about this one the most. Mm. And it's it's one of those movies that's so bad it becomes kind of good, and it I think it's going to end up being some sort of like weird cult classic one day. Okay, so who? Okay, I still don't understand whose car that was. Was it Pooh's car? Was it the chick's car? How did Pooh get the keys? That's what. That's the thing I don't understand as well. And now. It's time for our thoughts. Uh, did you enjoy this movie? <laughs> no. The answer is no. <laughs> Wait, how did you, how many, did you just watch this in one sitting? Uh, what was the setup? What was not, the vibe? Not necessarily. I, it was Saturday. I watched it on Saturday. I think I started sometime during the day. And I kind of watched it up into the night. Not because I was necessarily uninterested, but just you have better shit to do. I was like, oh, I can't. I also napped for a little bit, but um, yeah. Did you? Well, I'm taking it you did enjoy this I, movie. I, I, I fucking loved this movie. I had a thrill. It was it was so fun. I realized as I was watching it, I was like, oh, Sharknado. I'm pretty sure like Jared's got a less severe opinion of this film than I do uh, um because yeah. I felt yeah it was just on like it was on the same I think Sharknado's a bit more ridiculous but yes uh, yeah. this was this was a lot more serious than that Sharknado tried to be funny this was like this was also cinematic Sharknado is not cinematic dare I ask what would you rate and review this movie? One. I would rate it a one. Come on! <laughs> and I would say the characters are as flat as a piece of rice paper. <gasps> <laughs> the story? What story? Um, 
if you're into but good news is if construction workers are your turn on then this is it for you it 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 gives strong porno vibes oh oh i see i see the vision i see the vision it, we could easily have been butt fucking like halfway through yeah. the movie and i would have been like this yeah. does seem like it fits it, it, winnie the pooh blood and honey a little butthole and honey no honey isn't a lubricant i want to give this a solid four stars four out of five. Oh my god listen you're here for a good time so just to cleanse our palates of this did you find any good funny reviews i had to search for some but i did find some that i thought were you know a little bit funny let us know if you braved watching this movie uh also if you want to if you want to watch this movie and you want the movie just dm me i can hook you up how bother i used to be able to do a very good pooh bear impression oh bother I can't even judge because I can't remember it well enough. I'm going to start with Diego Berto. Okay. It's a half a star. Uh, Oh, you can do half a star? I would like to make my rating half a star. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Can't believe the part where he looked at the camera and said, it's pooing time. He never did, but I wish that he had. (laughs) You know what? That would have made the movie. That would have made it's it. It's pooing time. It's pooing time. <laughs> I'm very interested to know what he would have sounded like. Uh, wait, didn't Winnie the Pooh say something? He like, didn't he say something? Yeah, but I couldn't understand. And it sounded more like a grunt. I was like, you didn't come back or something like that. Oh, oh my God. I completely, I think my brain had shut down by then, if that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you had subverted into, like, your animalistic uh, state. Like, you were consuming. Yeah. You were no longer, no, no thoughts, no active thinking. I was just actively trying to survive wow. the film. Okay, this is um, a one-star review by Haley, and Haley says, So, did they just not have the budget to get Tigger? I watched this for free, and I still want my money back. I do want my money back, and I didn't even pay any money. We watched the um, we 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 watched this movie in four K, mind I mind you. Oh, wow. This I put very little effort into finding this film. I streamed it. <gasps> Ooh. My next review is half a star from Alex Coleman, and they say, "Holy ass! The kitchen is on fire. Never let them in it again." <laughs> they ain't cooking. They ain't cooking. <laughs> They fucking shit up in here. It's a one-star review from Lauren. Lauren with an exclamation mark. And it says, Going to the theater to watch a movie you know will be terrible in a room full of people doing the exact same thing is the most beautiful feeling of solidarity. (laughs) See, that's why I say this movie's good to watch with people. It's like that feeling you had when you went to go watch The Avengers, but like the bad way. I mean, I wish that I'd had a partner, but then at the same time, I'm like, I'm just so glad that I didn't have to put anybody through that. <laughs> you should have watched it with your family. Your father had just come back from overseas. Yeah. Back home for the first time in months. Hey, he father. He would have asked me, what is movie. this rubbish? What is this rubbish? 
I, I mean, and doubt. he says that on the daily. Uh, not on the daily, but it is something he says. What rubbish are you watching? Is his thing to say. He's such a character. This is a half star review by Colin. I got my entire theater to give a standing ovation for the final credits because the only time my social anxiety goes away is immediately after a terrible film, apparently. Come, come. This Clap. movie had an impact on people. My last review is a half star from Kyle, and Kyle says, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey makes me wish I weren't an atheist so that I could be angry with God for allowing it to exist. <laughs> I want to be religious! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Why did you let this happen? I have a half star review by Waltart Witt. They say it was a complete shitstorm, but a very fun shitstorm to experience with a group of friends. Girl Squad! (laughs) That was Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Thank you for sticking with us, guys. This was a lot. I hope you you stuck with this as much as you stuck with the film. If you watched the film, again, let us know. Um, but we're not going to leave you empty-handed. We're going to give you some things that you can take back with you. We're going to recommend some music. So, Carl, what do you have to recommend this week? I want to recommend 1989, Taylor's version. But more specifically, I want to recommend her song, Is It Over? Is it over now? Um, from the vault. From the vault. I think it's quite from the vault. Taylor's version. I just love a like a synthy, a, a synthy song. It just yeah. Listen, any, I love anyways. Taylor, but I am ready for her to stop working with Jack. I mean, this it's literally her old album, re-released. I know. I'm just so ready to is... hear the new album. I just want the new one. Whatever she's working on new, just work with Mark Ronson or someone like that. Jack's done enough. Um, I love Jack. I do. Let him focus on the bleachers. My next recommendation is a song called Drain Me by Toa Bird. Tower Bird? To- like Toa Bird. Like um, a bird is broken down and needs a toe. I sent you this song. I did not look at the artist's name. Toe a bird. Toe a bird. And then my my last song is Just Keep Driving by Kenny Titus. Kenny Titus. It's a real, like... Kenny Titus nuts around his... (laughs) It's a woman. Kenny! Kenny. You know what? People just have names nowadays. People just be having names. We don't need to tie gender to names. I need to get out of my archaic thinking. Kenny could be a dude. Kenny could be a girl. Maybe it's short for like Kendall. What do you have to recommend? Yes, I am. Um, I have two songs to recommend this week. One is I Can't Get My Shit Together by Baby Queen. Oh, what a single! And then my... Second is a song called I Wish I Was the Size of a Frog by Sven Yamaha and Roy Okega. Exotic. But people just be having names nowadays, hey? Yeah, for the last 
bajillion years. Okay. Also, can I? Th- I'll I'll throw in a, I'll throw in a third one just because I saw it now and I was like, ooh, um, it's uh the South Africans. Please, I need you guys to just like calm down. Just don't make a big fuss out of it. But it's a song called Nai 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 by Atarashi Gako. Why do South Africans need to calm down? Because I know as soon as I say Nai Nai Nai, they're going to be like, ah! <laughs> oh. You, you are too no. English. Well. You know what a Nai is. Mm, no. How have you, you... You are South African. You don't know a You night. lived in America and Malaysia. You know a Duas. Well, yeah. Now, it, a step up from that is a nigh. Explicit. This is an explicit podcast. It is explicit. Every episode has a little E. It's so difficult not to be. Especially if you're talking about all the stuff we're talking about. But you know what's not difficult to do is to follow us on Instagram at Dumpster Salad Pod on all social media platforms. And if you want to follow Carl, he's Carly underscore Quinn on all social media platforms. I'm Jamjar underscore RW on all social media platforms. And you can email the pod at, at Dumpster Salad Pod at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us. Follow us on Letterboxd to see our reviews, Dumpster Salad, and to get a sneak peek at what we're going to be reviewing next and to thank you for joining us please please rate and review the show please there's little show notes at the bottom with a little Q&A you can answer we'll give you your feedbacks you know just be like a cool dude don't be a nigh rate and review the show bye bye Why a podcast? That sounds so stupid. Why this is a podcast? No shit, this is a podcast.